right, friends, it's 12.30 on whatever day of the week you're listening to this, so you know what that means. Live from CSP headquarters, it's Late Night CSP. Tonight, Ty and Rocky talk about things, and they're joined by Johnny Ringo and the Tombstone Five. Getting later by the second, so let's get the show started. Late night CSP. All right. Hey, here we are again. We're doing it all over again, man. Just once more. That would be the tagline to the CSP movie. What's that? We're it would be it? fucking CSP the movie, and then it would be. We're doing it all We're over doing again. It all over again. Mm-hmm. Would it be better if it was our first movie? Would it be better if it was the first movie or the second I'm movie? I'm saying it would be better if it was our first movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The second movie, I had always planned on if we ever made it to a sequel. Like, I don't just think <laughs> about the movie, I think about the sequel. I probably would bow out of the sequel. And You'd they bow would, out? They'd have to get like Keanu Reeves or somebody <laughs> to play me. <laughs> Because, uh, like, fuck, I figure, I always just figure by the sequel, they're not going to be giving me the money that I'm looking for, and I would probably, really? I'd probably put that into effect. You would just have to bow out, and then the director would drop out because you dropped out, and then the, the new director would be, like, some young kid who's just came from making, like, straight-to-DVD, yeah, like, Disney movies or something. And I would have, like, a giant heated argument. Yeah. Like, with the director at first, and I'd be like, you're nothing without me! Like, I quit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then I would storm off. But I would stick around yeah, and hang in there for that awful that awful sequel that I would end up going straight to DVD. It would be like, uh, like, uh, God damn it, Kevin Bacon with the fucking worms underground eating people. Oh, Tremors. Tremors, yeah. It would be like Tremors, because Tremors 2, um, Kevin Bacon bowed out, and it was just, is it Bert? I think it was Earl and Bert, right? I think that was the name of the two guys. I forgot which is which. Yeah. But uh, Kevin Bacon bowed out. He was probably off making like a big... Like Whitewater Summer or something. Like Whitewater (laughs) Summer. Probably around the time would have been um, the River Wild. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. And then uh, it was just... I think think it was Bert. Well, you can't even... You can't remember the character that was in it. I'm going to be honest. I just kind of mixed up. Um, Tremors and City Slickers. Did you really? Because <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> And then there was Tremors 3, The Legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> oh, that was embarrassing. I'm glad I didn't say that. Wow. Instead, I reflected on that. That's all right. I mean, they're both set in the Wild West. That's true. So that's about all they have in common. But you know what? If the one, if there are two stars of a movie mm-hmm. and the one bows out, you got to be that guy. Like, if you would be the one... Mm-hmm. Like if me and you were both like, you just beat me to it. Like I wanted out, and then you're just like you're nothing without me. And then you fucking left. I'd have yeah. to be the guy to hang out and do that role. Then you would have to, because that guy, you're like, man, all right. Like he's trying to keep it together. Mm-hmm. You know, really, the way I felt about the guy in Tremors was he just needed the money really bad. Because yeah. like, then he was in Tremors two, three, four, <laughs> and they were all progressively worse and more, even more and more straight to DVD if that's possible. Are there any? But I love them. Are there any other actors that are like that, where they're just in, mm. after everybody leaves, they're still in? Still that one dude there. I don't know. If it's kind of like, um, 
wasn't isn't that kind of how Universal Soldier was? I don't know if you remember that one. Mm-mm. That was like uh, that was John Claude Van Damme, I think. And who's the big beefy? Like he's like Austrian, not not Schwarzenegger, but like not Lorenzo Lamas. He's in like uh, those new movies with Sylvester Stallone and all that. Oh, um, Jason Statham. No, is he American? <laughs> who's not that guy? I think I know who you're talking. He's uh, oh, he's in like it. the um, Expendables. Yeah, he's in the Expendables, and he's in like all like straight to DV- straight to video like action movies yeah. ever. He's just this big, burly European dude. Um, that guy, he hung out. He just stuck with a Universal Soldier. First thing that comes to my mind is Randy Quaid taking the starring role in Christmas Vacation Two. Damn, good call. Yeah. Chevy Chase bowed out, and they were every, just like, Beverly, they couldn't even get Beverly D'Angelo, dude. Dang, you're right. And I've, fucking Cousin Eddie was just like, I'll, I'll take the star <laughs> role, like, yeah, sure, okay. man. I guess I gotta step in here. I'm gonna change the subject to Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> I've always had a huge crush on her. That's kind of why I brought her up, I was hoping. Is it? Dude. I don't talk enough Beverly D'Angelo in my everyday life, dude. I think every single person who is listening has just... Completely has no idea who Beverly D'Angelo. We're basically just talking to each other at this point. You think there's gotta be a couple? You know, you tell them. Yeah. The, you tell her it's the mom from Christmas. The vacation mom from the mom from all the vacations. All the vacations. And she also played. Um, who did she play in Coal Miner's Daughter? What's the What's the really I'm famous? Sure I never saw that. The really famous singer. Um, um, a really the the most famous singer. Woman singer from the seventies. Oh, Patty. Patsy Klein. Patsy Klein. That's her. Yeah, she yeah, played yeah. Patsy Klein. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's in. Is it Hair? Seventies, yeah. the musical, um, with the. Anyway, you see her boobies in that movie. Oh, she's naked. She gets in. Same with skinny dips. Same with European Vacation too. You see her boobs. That's right. That's I've had a crush on her since I was a child for yeah. sure. She she always did have something about her that was kind of hot. Yeah. She's a hot mom. Yeah. And um, then jump forward to um, fucking John Cushat. Uh, high Fidelity. She was in High She played a little That's cameo right. in High she Fidelity. She did, didn't she? Yeah. Mm. Uh, a little if, movie talk. I wonder if she would ever come on CSP. Beverly Daniels. We should hit her up. We should. Because she's not. she can't be doing much now. No, I can't imagine so. 2013, is there room for a Beverly D'Angelo still in Hollywood? I don't know. I don't know, man. We should probably try, and then I could try to... Because I would probably take her to bed, even now. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, she might not be, like, in her prime, and, like, exactly as I remember her, Mm -hmm. but there'd be a part of my mind that would just be like, yes. Especially now. You know, like, yeah, this is the time for people like you and I, you know, to to hook up with Beverly D'Angelo. It really is, This is is the time in her career where, like, people like (laughs) us are on the prowl. There's, like, a sliding scale... That we're both on like two different levels. There's Beverly D'Angelo at one level, and then us at another level. Mm-hmm. And right now we're about to meet. Yeah, and this is our chance. That's got to be the the majority of the guys that are hitting on her are guys that weren't even born when the original Vacation came out. Probably. Yeah. Which hey, good for her. I bet. I bet it's good for everybody. It works out for everyone. You know, because fucking being like, I don't think that I'm ever gonna reach to, to be like 55 and then mm-hmm. you know have a chick that wants to hook up with me that wasn't even born by the time csp episode 14 came out that's true <laughs> that's true i'm not hanging on to that's that true. 
But guaranteed, Clooney is going to be getting young ladies up into his into till he's eighty. I'm sure. Yeah. And half and at some point it'll just become like that's Clooney, and at one time he was a complete hunk. Is it, you're right, dude. It is going to because look at Hugh Hefner. I mean, he wasn't even a hunk, but he was. He Absolutely. owned the Playboy Mansion. And and if you're Hugh Hefner or or Clooney, who gives a shit? I'm Man, okay with that. You're right. It's never going to stop for Clooney. He's gonna it's get never going to stop. There's at least going to be ladies who are like, his name is Clooney, and he was that guy. He's going to He's gonna get to his Beverly D'Angelo state. He is. And then maybe we can bed Clooney. <laughs> you think maybe <laughs> he would just be so disoriented <laughs> that he would hook up with somebody in their like, mid-30s, <laughs> like a man? <laughs> what i'm waiting for for him to, for him to Just, not know what's going on yeah oh man that's good for oh. dementia to kick in <laughs> it's awful ah but it's so true he's in a lot of good movies that's and he's true. fucking he is dude like i'm 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 straight as a pen but he's fucking he's a pretty handsome guy he's a handsome dude he is and, and i can see it you yeah. know and he's aging like fine wine right now yeah you're right so yeah, he's my hero too. Dating all them, uh, he's dating all them young little models. Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think they've been together for a while. Yep. He's. I think he's got some new like. Well, whatever. Who cares? Models. He's dating <laughs> models, and he's models he refuses period. to ever get married. Models are just one person in general. I mean, if you just yeah. say models, it's it's super hot, and mm-hmm. it can be the hottest person you can imagine. Just say models. That's just it. say. You're yeah. right. At any point, you can just say she's a model. And then everyone's going to be impressed. Yeah. Well, we should say this is late night CSP. Yeah. I feel like uh, we might have left people. We start recording this late night after a couple beers, and we may forget that people don't realize that they're spending the late night with us. That's right. This is a late night. Maybe if it's like early a day, you could hold off on listening to it till it's late night. Yeah. Or you can turn the lights down low. Till you come home and you pour yourself a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Maybe have a nice cigar or put your robe on. You're, mm-hmm. just, you're just chilling out. Maybe your kids are going to bed. Absolutely. Put some soft lounge music. Oh, yeah. I so, like, wanted to just have, like, a hi-fi, like an old-style hi-fi system just so I could put on some yeah. some loungy music and have, like, slippers and a robe. Yeah, you just flick a switch. You got a little glass, a tiny little glass with a oh, few yeah. cubes of ice in it. Yeah, you don't even Some amber liquid. Yeah, it doesn't even matter what it is. I can have, like, a Dr. Pepper in there. Doesn't matter. You're gonna look like a classy bastard. And a pipe, and then that's mm-hmm. that's relaxing hard. Like you're relaxing hard, dude. It's almost like you're you're expending energy <laughs> to know. relax. That would <laughs> At be some point. That would be me. I'd be breaking a sweat, relaxing. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So late night CSP. Here we are. We're having a couple beers. Yeah. I'm drinking a. Uh, you gave this to me. It's Cheers. Norm's Amber Ale. Yeah, it's got a picture of Norm it's on it. It's got a picture of Norm. It's from the, sh- I guess it's licensed by, or for Cheers, the show. Yeah, it's the real deal, dude. Uh, CBS mm-hmm. Studio City, copyright. Yeah. So, that's as real as it, as it can get, basically being on a as, fake TV show. That's about as real as it gets, absolutely. But, yeah, man. It's uh, not bad. Just a straight beer. I'm drinking this in a uh, stag tonight. Just because I felt like when I was looking for beers, I was just like, I feel like drinking cheap beer tonight, you know? There is something something about that, you know? Mm-hmm. It reminds you of being a young man. It does. It does. 
Um, just because it's a cheap beer, I mean, it, it brings back really good memories. You know what I mean? There's something to it. There's some nostalgia. And there's also a bit of a manly feeling. Yeah. The manly fuck it. It's beer. It's cracking open a can of it's beer. Just a can of beer. Yeah. I haven't drank a can of beer in a while. Yeah, I know. I uh, I got into a craft brew chat the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a wedding with my... I was sitting. I was sitting at a table next to my cousin, and all of my all of my uh, relatives are about ten years older than me. Like all the dudes, you know. So I'm I'm sitting there with like the adults, because in my mind I still feel like a child most of the time. Yeah, right. But I'm sitting there with the adults, and they're fucking got kids and wives, mm-hmm. and we're talking like this is. They're probably going through midlife crises. They're mm-hmm. trying to hang on to shrouds. They've got you. mortgages. They got mortgages. Yeah, and careers, mustaches, most of them. Mm-hmm. But, so I'm talking to my brother, and I'm talking to my, my cousin, and my cousin's open to, you know, like, he's he's the dad, but he's a cool dad, yeah. you know, he's buying, he wants to buy guitars, he wants to jam, you know, and uh, he uh, he's into some craft beers. My brother, on the other hand, there's only one beer, and it's Bud Light, and that's it. And my brother's not a frat boy. Yeah, he's not a frat boy at all, he's, he's so not that dude. <laughs> there's just some dudes. You yeah. just want that tried and true. And that's what it is to him. And he, he looks funny at you if you start talking crap. Oh, uh, you're one of them fancy boys. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he, he was making some crack because it's always whenever we're talking to each other, it's always we're trying to like break each other's balls all the time. Mm-hmm. And he just said something like, you know, Mike's my cousin. And he said something like, yeah, Mike brought over some uh, some new Belgiums. And I was just trying to get them out of the fridge so nobody saw them in my fridge or something. <laughs> <laughs> something gay like that. And uh, I made some comment about Sneak it. Sneak them out the back. Yeah, like, and then he's like, well, you want to see people drink? You want to see people, like, watch you drinking that shit or whatever? And Mike was like, I mean, look at him. Do you, do you think Rocky cares if somebody <laughs> sees him drinking a craft beer? <laughs> I was like, I don't know whether that's a compliment I don't or know not, how I man. Feel about that. I mean, I'm I'm sitting in a wedding and my shirt's untucked, but that shouldn't <laughs> leave me open for judgment. No. Yeah, that's. Yeah, there is a thing like that, man. There's like people on one side who are just like, I don't have, you know, I'm not gonna drink them sissy beers. I'm not gonna have one of those in my hands. But then on the other side, you have the extreme opposite. That's like, I can't have just a Bud Light in my hands. I can't be seen drinking a Pabst. And I'm always trapped in the middle. Like I don't ever know what what situation I'm in. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm not always trying to fit in, but I always feel like no matter what, somebody is gonna say something derogatory about yeah. what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. Like if you go to like one of the hipster bars or like an upscale bar, and yeah. you, when you order a Bud Light, you kind of get looked at funny. You feel weird. Like if you go up there and you're just like gonna order a Miller or something, yeah. it's just like I can't just do that. And then I'm at a wedding back down in the podunks where I'm from and mm-hmm. then if I want to get anything I mean up there you know probably the best thing you can get is like a Stella Artois yeah. Yeah. or a Heineken or a Heineken <laughs> yeah. that's exotic beer man. that is <laughs> but no I uh, I actually I bought those Cheers beers they were they're tall boys yeah and I bought them they were four for three some dollars and that is a Southern Illinois Walmart exclusive Southern Illinois Walmart exclusive. I have not seen those at any other Walmarts. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Are country folks, are they into Cheers or something? What's the deal? <laughs> I don't... I mean, that seems like, like something that a lot of people probably wouldn't go for either because that's that's Budweiser country. Yeah, really. I could. I think I would 
feel like I'd see this in like a in like a real liquor store. Yeah. Like in a Lucas Liquors with a huge selection. Like this is like, oh, novelty beer. Let's get that. And if you're going to see it in a Walmart, it would mm-hmm. be like off of Manchester or something, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, not in uh, Southern Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois, yeah. Yes, yeah. that is, that is the most redneck Walmart. Yeah, those are I've special places. <laughs> those are special places. There, if you ever want to see uh, overweight women in in small clothing, that's where you can go. Overweight oh, women in like tiny little gym shorts. If you want to see just how redneck anybody could be, first of all, it's going to be at a Walmart, mm-hmm. and then you go to just a redneck county. Yeah, and they flock to the Walmart. It's incredible. I go in there and I'm like, this is like concentrated redneck. Yeah. It's it's special. And it's it's hard to, like, I never, that was the Walmart that I always went to growing mm-hmm. up. It was closest. Yeah. It, that was the only store we had, really. Mm-hmm. And it took me moving away to realize that, like, holy shit, this is just completely. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely, like, run down and country and redneck. and Yeah. I wonder, like, if it's. If Walmarts just show kind of the, I don't know, I'm trying not to say it so I sound like a dick, no, just but if, if Walmart show kind of like the lowest uh, the lowest form of life in the area, that sounds really like a no, and shitty to I say. I couldn't agree more. Do you hear what I'm saying? If you go to the Walmart on the St. Charles Rock Road, yeah. that is the most ghetto, exactly. ghetto Walmart ever. Mm-hmm. And they close that Walmart at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Because they can't keep it open. Too They're late. just like it's too dangerous. Because people will start. Like, <laughs> the couple times I went there, first of all, it's not a super center, but mm-hmm. the, the couple times I went there, I can't walk through the parking lot without people like, "Hey man, you got a dog?" Yeah, right. <laughs> and there's just carts everywhere. No one gives a shit. It's just debris and garbage everywhere. Yeah. So I guess that I don't know. It's just a little slice. Walmart, if you want to get a slice of exactly what's going on in that area. That's where you go to Walmart. That's true. I think uh, I went to a Walmart in like Podunk, Texas, and I saw like I saw so many young parents, like people who looked way too young to have kids, just pushing like a cart with two or three kids in it, and it was just incredible. I've never seen so many teen moms in my life than when I went to that Walmart. Something about them, and you know the the town I went to school in, um, Redbud. Mm-hmm. It's an extremely elitist town. You know, it's they, they kind of pride themselves on being small town America. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, perfect mm-hmm. small town America. Yeah, yeah. And City Hall and fucking all this other shit. Um, they are an extremely elitist town. Um, very racist, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they wouldn't admit that really. But they didn't bring a Walmart because they thought that it would attract too many bummy people. <laughs> So that's the one town that doesn't have a Walmart in wow. Randolph County. You know what? They were probably right. Let's be honest. You're probably right. They're but, probably right. But they they thought that it would it would lower the standards of mm-hmm. their of their town. Yeah. So I'm I don't know. I'm happy. Is to this where happy. like I feel like they probably have a VFW? It probably oh, yeah. happened in VFW. No no no. They have a VFW. VFW. Yeah VFW. There you go. <laughs> They probably have like a Fourth of July parade or something. Yeah, they have a couple parades a year, and it goes through Main Street. <laughs> they always have they always have parades. Why do small towns always have parades? I don't know. It's like a thing. Yeah. It goes right through Main Street, yeah. and there are four or five big last names. You know. Oh yeah. And those last what were those names. Last names. Oh man. 
<laughs> well, I don't think any of them are listening to the podcast. Yeah, so right anyway, okay. It's just a last name. It's not like it's a... I guess you're right. Well... Seems okay saying a last name, but then it wouldn't be if you said the first name with it. If you went to Redbud High School, you would know all these people, though, just by saying the last name. There you go. One of them is the wedding I just went to. Mm -hmm. If your last name was Leifer, it was good. Oh, he's one of the Leifers. Yeah, it was cool. Okay. You know, and then if you got pulled over by the cops or something, and you were, like, drinking and driving, oh, you're one of the Leifer boys, you're all right, you know. Really? Slap on the ass, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Detterding Mm -hmm. is a big name. And uh, Stenzel was a big name. Mm-hmm. And there were some other ones, too. Um, was there, like, a shitty family? A shitty family. Um, like those Johnson boys. <laughs> at it again. Oh, I remember the Dobbs not being very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they weren't really looked upon as uh, being an elite family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Corvuses. Corvuses too. Yeah. But having the last name of, you know, <clears throat> fucking Kirchhofer, that's mm-hmm. not much either, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, my, my, uh, my black side, they're, they come down from Texas and like Dallas area. They, part of it are the Chaffins, like we're connected to the Chaffins, and the Chaffins were a big name in like Dallas and Sherman and like all of like northern Texas, they were a big name. They were some bad motherfuckers. Those were like dudes that like if you... Like, I've heard from other people who knew, who found out that I was, like, related to Chaffins. Like, back in the day, if you were about to get in a fight with somebody, and uh, you might ask them their last name, and if they said Chaffin, you wouldn't. You'd be like, I'm good. <laughs> really? I'm good. I think I'll just cool. bow out of this. So they'd be, like, getting ready to fight. And, Wait, what was your last name? <laughs> it was like, this is what I'm hearing. Like, it would be, like, a situation like that. You'd just be like, let me find out who this dude is first. It's like, man, I want to fight you so bad, nothing's going to save your ass now. Nothing, unless you tell me. Your name was Chafin or something like that. You know, he starts like hitting his friends, all that shit. <laughs> Actually, that is my last that name. That is my last Whoa. name. Whoa! I didn't mean nothing, bro. Yeah, it was one of those. I'm pretty sure my, uh, I don't know, I don't even know what they would be. My uncles, my great cousins, I don't even know. I'm pretty sure those dudes have killed people before. <laughs> not like, not like cold-blooded, but just like old school, old OG, like 50s, 60s, 70s, like, are you fucking with me? All right, yeah. here we go. Like that kind of stuff. It is kind of cool whenever you you think back to your roots and shit, you know, just mm-hmm. like, you know, that's kind of cool to do once in a while. And yeah, even though you, you don't agree with a lot of things, it's still like your roots, you know what I'm it saying? Is, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you can obviously tell right from wrong. Yeah. But you're able to just kind of like, like, you know, like for you, you know, your ancestors were just like fucking OGs, man. Like, you know, that's cool. Straight up. You wouldn't be that person. I'm not that guy. <laughs> but it's cool to think back. I'm not that guy. It is kind of cool to think back. Yeah, man. sure. Yeah. Anyway, what are you drinking on over there? Oh, man. What am I drinking on? Oh, uh, the uh, New World Porter. See, I think we're, you gave me that beer, too. You did? Uh-huh. All right. Um, It's an Avery. So we're, we just kind of switch beers. You don't even know it. Swap beers. Yeah. You gave me that one a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think you brought it. It's been a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very good. Is it good? I yeah. love a good porter, man. Porters are good, man. Although lately I'm getting into the, getting back into the wheats. I think it's the summertime, the heat. It's gotta be. Feeling that, that lining kugel. Um, not, summer, summer shandy. That summer shandy. I'm not, not in a, no more shock top though. We gotta no. talk about that. Yeah, no more shock. Shock top, top guys. Go ahead, let, um, let it out. Yeah, I'm angry. 
<laughs> Anheuser Busch, InBev. I guess it's just AB InBev. Um, I guess InBev bought Anheuser Busch, so now they're just and InBev is like a Belgian company or something. I forgot what it was, but whatever. AB InBev makes and makes a uh, Bud Light, all of that Shock Top. Um, is it Blue Moon too? Or no? I think no, blue, not Blue Moon. That's Coors, a blue moon I think. Yeah, it's. I think maybe even Miller. Might be. It's yeah. It's one of those. But anyway, um, Anheuser Busch, they <laughs> have a beer called called Bellevue, which is b it's b e l l dash v u e, and I think it's like a fruit. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a cider. It's a fucking retarded name for a beer, anyway. It is. It's like it's some like, kind of fruity beer that they it's like have. A mental hospital, or exactly. Something like Bellevue. It's one of their ripoff, like like this is a craft beer. Check let me let me ask you this real quick too. Yeah, I've seen commercials for uh, this third shift. Mm. Is that isn't that like a knockoff craft beer? That's Miller. Yeah, I think that's Miller, isn't it? Yeah, trying to be like we put we put our hearts into every drop. Yeah, with those crazy like artsy commercials. Yeah, and... oh, I hate that. It's I so hate yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. disgusting. It is. I hate it. Um, yeah, yeah. Third shift, not at all. And I even like want to try these beers, but I'm just I can't bring myself to purchase. I can't bring myself to give them money. But whatever, anyway, that's besides the point. Um, Anheuser Busch has Bellevue, which is like a, a fruity beer kind of, and there's a there's a British in the UK, and they are American style beers. But these dads basically started up this this company, this dads? brewing company. They're dads. They started a company called Belleville, um, Belleville Brewing Company, mm-hmm. and there's there's like one part time employee, and the rest are just dads who put in time whenever they can. And they named it after the school that their kids go to. Oh, so they're super dads. They're super dads. They're awesome dads who want to make a beer, and they named it after the school their kids go oh, to. Oh, so yeah, man. So they're just—they're not like dads that are neglecting their children to be there. They're dads that no. like are proud. They're good dads, proud of their kids. Like like some dads that like coach little league. Exactly. Like it's those dads. And you know what? Anytime I think somebody's referred to as like a company run by dads, that's mm-hmm. what I automatically think of anyways. <laughs> and you don't ever think of like the deadbeat dad. Because yeah, that's, that's not true. even early a dad. That's true. Anytime you... It's a company run by dads. It's like... Because every company is run by dads for the most, that's for the most part. That's true. That's a good point. But it sounds more like... Yeah. When you say dads, dads those are nice mm-hmm. dads. Those are good dads. <laughs> they're good dads. That's a good dad. In the UK, they're British dads. I want to meet that dad. Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, well, anyway, so Anheuser-Busch sends them a cease and desist letter telling them they need to change the name of their company because it because it's too close to Bellevue, from Belleville to Bellevue. And first of all, it is the name of the company versus the name of one beer. It's the name of the entire brewing company versus the name of some shitty small beer that I've never even heard of. Oh, no, I haven't with. either. Never heard of it. So it's um, first, it's a terrible name. It's a terrible name for a beer. It is. Fuck it. So let it go. Yeah, really. Name it fucking it's fruit beer. Not even the same name. Yeah, it's British beer by this tiny company that has one employee plus like dads who just do it whenever they can. And you know, dads got to be making you know parent teacher conferences and all that shit. Like they right, don't have, they don't have a bunch of time to put into it. They're helping their kids do their algebra. Exactly. So like, how much time do you have to make beer? Yeah. So anyway, Anheuser Busch sent a cease and desist, and apparently they're in negotiations right now. Dads are driving their kids to the Grand Canyon for vacation, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So anyway, I'm done with Anheuser Busch. Well, I can't say I blame you. That's pretty fucked up. And to me, that just seems like it's the big comp. It's like the big fucking rooster just like walk strutting around. Yeah. Like nobody's coming into my pen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But in this day and age, why? 
I want to know who their PR person is thinking that's okay. You know, maybe in the 70s they could get away with it. Nobody would know. Yeah, really. But what... Somebody's going to find out and somebody's going to leak this information. And what are they... They're not gaining anything no. from it. It's not like they're getting a big payday. No. All they're doing is putting these people out of work mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah, and, what do you really think you're going to accomplish here, guys? And I'm sure Twitter was blowing up and mm-hmm. all this other shit. It was. It was all. It was on the news. It was blown up on Facebook. On, I found it on Reddit. So, yeah, it's a big deal. It's just stupid. I kind of like how you can't get away with shit anymore because it's going to... It's going to eventually lead people into just not being assholes. You can't do it, man. Especially with the internet around. People, the internet hates shitheads and scammers and people who just treat other people like shit. You're automatically going to get put out there. But you know what they love? You're fucked. What do they love? Fucking people that are doing good shit. <clears throat> they do. The internet <laughs> people loves people that are doing, doing good, good and shit. interesting shit. It's amazing. Yeah. So eventually it's going to come down to, to just people being good. You know, everybody says that the internet ruins a lot of shit, mm-hmm. but it's going to make people just start being more honest and real. It's going to make people better people, because now, like, look at all these stories that you're having coming out of, like, Bank of America, just, there's, like, people who used to work for Bank of America who are coming out and saying now that uh, that they lied to people about their mortgages and lied about paperwork and forged documents and shit so yeah. they can get foreclosed on. So there's people who are out there who can just easily tell their story to the internet. So, you can't be a shithead anymore. You can't do it. And Lord knows we've tried. I've tried, but tried, then I've right? also thought, I can't get away with that. Can't get away with it. And that. that's the thing, it's the fucking reality check. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, guess what? I'm gonna fucking make my status this Rodney Dangerfield line that nobody's ever heard this, this fucking obscure Rodney Dangerfield. No. Maybe I can take credit for it. Maybe mm-hmm. I can be cool like that. Can't happen. It's not gonna work. Not gonna happen. And either. then I gotta think, people are gonna know. There's going to be somebody that's going to fucking know, and I'm going to look like a jackass. Even, like, uh, uh, yeah, and I've tried, like, there's been a few times I said, I, like, you know, replied to someone's status or something, and I was kind of jerky and a bit of a dick about it, and then I paid for it. Yeah. Like, I I didn't get away with it. I was called out. I was trashed. It's good. And I felt like an asshole. It's good, though. You don't get away with shit. You don't get away with shit on the internet. If people get, Ty, if you'll, if you'll, if you'll excuse this, people get their just desserts. They do. <laughs> just desserts. We're going to bring them back. going to bring it way back. People get the just desserts. There's a few things I want to bring back. I want to bring back, yeah, just desserts. Sure. I want to bring back uh, Feel the Fool. Like okay. after you've done something silly, you'll be like, don't I feel the fool. Yes. Um, I don't know what else. And that accent too. Or you can't just say it. Nah. Oh. Now I feel the fool. How about, how about, uh. Well, there's some fits and starts out there. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever mm-hmm. it's like sprinkling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I feel like Jim needs to be here to, to do fucking his, yeah. old, his old timey voice. Because he's, he's the first one to jump on that usually. He's into that, yeah. Yeah. How about uh, Fair to Midland? Oh, yeah. You don't really hear that a lot. And where did that come from? It's kind of country. I think I knew the origin of that one, and it was. It was farming. Was there maybe a Midland, like as a destination? I don't remember what it was. I think it was weather, maybe in farming. Hmm. I can't remember what it was. It started out with the farming, with with country dudes and farming. I like to break down a lot of those old times. Yeah, you know, a few birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. That's something that's obvious. Mm-hmm. I don't really get more than one way to skin a cat because that's. 
why do you want to find another way to do it? Yeah, that's awful. Why do you want to do it in general? Like, who's who skin- skins cats? Who's skinning cats? And why are yeah. I mean, there's not more than one way to skin a cat. See, but that suggests that there are more than one way to to skin a cat. And then not only that, but it seems like it was a common practice, right? It it does, but whenever you whenever you really break through it, mm-hmm. you're still skinning the cat at the end of the day. There's only the there's not more than one way to skin a cat. Maybe, oh, man, this is good. okay. Maybe what they were saying is obviously there's one way to skin something. You mm-hmm. fucking take its take its fucking skin off, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. it. That's the one way. Maybe. So maybe if you find another way, then that's great. Because. There, there's only one way to skin something. That's obvious. Even if you start with like the head, or you start with the tail, or you start with the foot, you're still skinning it. You're skinning it, dude. You're ripping that skin up. Yeah. Ew. I'm just now. I'm. I have like incredible images in my head of skinning cats. And you've you've heard that phrase. Mm-hmm. I've heard it, and you never think about it. Yeah. No, you don't think about it. Mm. Hey, where does cookie crumbles come from? That's the way the cookie crumbles. I think that one was just one that, that some smart ass made up one day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe, um, or I'll tell you, maybe maybe there were two children. I see two children um, in the, maybe 1916, 1917, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, Mommy, we want to, we want to get a cookie out of the cookie jar. <laughs> they're from England, because everybody was back then, uh, in the old days. Yeah. Okay. So the mom goes to the cookie jar, and there's one cookie left. Mm-hmm. And it's little little Timmy and little uh, what's her name? What's jo- the Josephine? Little Timmy and little Josephine. Okay. And they both want a piece of the cookie. So yeah. Mummy takes the cookie and she breaks the cookie. Timmy gets a much larger hunk than Josephine. Hey. And Josephine says, "But Mummy, Timmy's got a bigger piece than I do." And Ty, what does she say? She says, "Dearie, that's the way the cookie crumbles." And there you wow, go. Wow, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good, man. I kind of feel that could be what it was. That's a pretty good leap right there. I'm going to go with you on that. I'm going to trust you. Yeah, you, you, that's not a mistake. No, that's pretty good. I feel pretty good about that, too. <laughs> All right, nice. Well, we got one down. We're going to work on the rest, I think. Let's work on the rest. Let's take a little break. Mm-hmm. And then, um, man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We do. We got through, like, one one topic we did yeah we didn't get there very because <laughs> we were kind of going through and brainstorming before we started recording tonight yeah and we tackled maybe one of the things possibly one of them but we're gonna get more beer and who knows maybe more sidetracking you never know do that that's what people have grown to love about late night csp late night csp anything goes buddy no rhyme or reason one minute we're talking about anheuser-busch the next minute we're talking about beverly d'angelo mm-hmm. and then we're then we're talking about skin and cats yeah but then we should probably go back to talking about Beverly D'Angelo. I think we we should always talk about Beverly D'Angelo. So everybody, do yourself a favor and just Google Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. And some of the pictures, search it. Some of the pictures won't be flattering. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. But there's gonna be that one where you're like, all right, it's that's everybody. the one that they were talking about. You'll know. Just go ahead and Google it. Put nude on the end of it. That's originally <laughs> what I wanted to say at first. It sounded crass, though. It's true. But you know what? Screw it. You'll see the shower scene from Vacation. Oh man, he was a hottie. I'm gonna, we're gonna do. We're gonna have to do that. We'll do on it. the break. We'll do it. Um, we got Rodrigo here. We'll pull that up, and then um, we'll be back All right. on late night CSP.
thanks to Johnny Ringo and the Tombstone Five for playing us in. They'll be with us the whole show. But man, how about that break? A little breaky poo. You know, a little segment two going on now. Yeah, definite segment two. Um, you know, we we were just gonna go grab a fresh beer. I think we actually finished a beer. We finished. We just drank a beer throughout. Yeah, throughout yeah. the break. Yeah, yeah. And we have a new beer. So here we are. What is what is this beer? This is we're getting you ready for Germany, dude. This is Schweinsbrau Gold. Schweinsbrau Gold. Uh, Bavarian Lager. That's a serious. I mean, it's it's got a definite different taste, right? Mm-hmm. Like this isn't a normal. If I were just drinking this and nobody told me what it was, I'd say, "What is this? This tastes different." Yeah, which is definitely not the normal. Just kind of, it's a mild, but it's uh, it's got a hearty taste to it. Yeah, it's got a picture of a pig wearing pearls on the front. That's right, a pig with pearls. The uh, the bottle looks mm-hmm. pretty. And the other Schweinsbrau that I saw had a had another pig, but it was like digging into like grass and dirt. Really. So. But we're drinking them out of authentic uh, German beer mugs. That's right. Going all out, man. It's legit. I was worried um, about going over there and not having a lot of craft American craft beers. I've grown to love a lot of American craft beers. But I've been informed that there are a lot of German craft beers. Really? So, But I guess it's the same thing that we, I'm sure a lot of Germans don't know about our all of our craft beers that we drink over here, they probably just think everybody over here drinks Bud. Yeah, probably. They probably think we're assholes because we just all drink Bud Light. Do you think that you're going to miss any, like, in particular, maybe any, like, even Schlafly beers that are just so close to home? I will. I'll miss Schlafly. I'm going to miss... I can't... I don't think they're... They're probably not going to have a whole lot of New Belgium, if anything. You're freaking out about the New Belgium a little bit. Dude, New Belgium's like my favorite lately. You're really kind of worried about that. I'm worried about it. I'm going to miss the (laughs) hell out of New Belgium. I'm going to miss New Belgium. I'm going to miss Unibrew. Mm -hmm. Um, But who knows? They're French-Canadian, so we're right by France, so hopefully there's something kind of close by. And obviously New Belgium. But I mean, just because it's called New Belgium doesn't mean it has anything to do with Belgium. But if they're looking at a catalog ordering the film, maybe that, maybe they'd be like, well, maybe we'll see if they know what Belgium is. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> what do they know? So hopefully, I've been told that there are a lot of craft brews over there. So we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, hey, we got big news tonight. James Gandolfini died. Yep, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> First, this will be released in like a week. <laughs> yeah, people are like, really, you're still talking about that? But I'm sure there's one dude out there who's listening who probably didn't know. People are going to be like, man, fucking, since then the old man from Pawn Stars died. He's the, like, he's the big, <laughs> fucking big, big name. That's right. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. He was only 51. Um, pretty young. Apparently he had a heart attack. He was on vacation somewhere in Rome or something. Had a massive heart attack, yeah. He had it all going for him, too. He was living the easy life, though. He's living it up, dude. He had it, he got his Sopranos on. He's probably getting that, uh, that steady residuals. He had no worries. Living it up. I just saw him in, um, that Brad Pitt movie, Killing Them Softly. Uh-huh. Did you ever see that? Yeah. It was a cool movie. I actually really liked it. And he had an awesome part in it where, uh, he's just this old, kind of dried up. You know, hitman, basically, hired hand who would do odd jobs and stuff for the mob or for the mob or mafia or something. 
and he he was just like he did a he gave a really awesome performance as just this tired kind of washed up like just tired of what he does and in some sort of crisis. Um, yeah, it was impressive. And that just came out recently too. Yeah, it was just this past year, I think. I'm sure he was working on other shit too. Yeah, he probably was, huh? But no, he was in some artsy movie, some like indie kind of dramedy type thing. I forget what that was. Yeah. I'm not sure. I recently, through uh, the free HBO weekend that I took advantage of, mm-hmm. I know you missed out on it. I missed out. I totally forgot about it. And it was so good. Yeah. Such a good weekend. This is a perfect time, too, because Behind the Candelabra right. had recently come out. That's a Steven Soderbergh. Soderbergh directed yeah, that? Of course. Wow. Yeah, dude. But I watched that. It's a great movie. Was it good? Yes. Yeah, I really wanted to see it. I didn't even realize it was uh, on HBO and not released in theaters. So I totally missed it. Pretty good, though. That's about, um, what's his name? Liberace. Liberace? Mm -hmm. The pianist? Yeah. Yeah. It was um, whenever Liberace, it wasn't like a biopic on Liberace. He was well into his fame. It took Mm -hmm. place in like the late 70s, early 80s. And it was basically how he just ran through like his boy toys. Really? For the most part. And then Matt Damon became the one. uh, He was based on Scott Thorson, the guy that wrote the book that was Mm -hmm. his actual lover. Wow. Um, And it's actually come out since then that Scott Thorson has had relationships with um, Loretta Lynn, going back to Coal Miner's Daughter, and Michael Jackson. Wow. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. All right. Um, But yeah, played by Matt Damon. And it was basically the whole movie kind of laid out where like Liberace would would fall for a guy mm-hmm. and then he would just treat them to his lavish lifestyle and he would originally get tired of, or just get tired of them yeah, yeah and then move on to the next thing. But it was a great movie, dude. Michael Douglas played a great just like old queen. Yeah. So yeah, it seemed like a really cool role for both of them to pick. That's why I want. That was one of the biggest reasons I wanted to see it was for Matt Damon and. Michael Douglas to see them playing playing a couple of gay dudes. Yeah, you should really watch it. Yeah, it's a great watch, dude. That's cool. I'll check it out for sure. But yeah, that was cool. HBO weekend. Yeah, you gotta take advantage of that when you can. I know. I just totally forgot about it. Bummer. But yeah, man. Um, a lot going on with late night CSP. There is, man. A lot going on. Have you seen uh? The, all the, like, rioting and protesting that's going on all no, around the world right now? No, I have not. Dude, it's crazy. Right now, there's, like, probably as we speak, there's that well know because it's probably, like, tomorrow, early yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, pretty much as we speak, there's just huge protests and riot, protests and riots going on in, uh, I think the biggest places right now are, like, uh, are Turkey in Istanbul and, um... And in Brazil, like Sao Paulo or Rio, and it's like hundreds of thousands of people in the streets. Like the pictures are incredible, and of course, you're not seeing much about it on CNN or like the media for some. Of course, for some strange reason, there's not a lot of stories. It's literally like filling massive city blocks full of packed packed in people who are just pissed off. And I think Turkey it started because um, they were going to demolish a a park like in the down downtown area of Istanbul and the park is basically like their central park and they were going to demolish it for obvi- for of course shopping centers and commercial areas and shit 
And so people came out and were, and they were like sitting in the middle of it saying no, and they were doing like sit-ins and stuff. And then it slowly built and built to where like the police were starting to get forceful and more people came out and it was getting, police were starting to like get more and more forceful. And then more people were coming out and it's just blown up into a complete, I don't want to say revolution, but it's a complete like situation now where there's hundreds of thousands of people coming out every night. Um, and it's become more of a protest against just like the government and corruption and the fact that all these people have come out and said, no, we don't want you to do this. And it's still going to happen, you know. So has anybody died yet? Uh, four people have died over there. Died over the park? Died over, yeah. I mean, now it's become more than the it's, park. It's more than the park. It started out with a park. But, um, yeah, four people have died over there. And, Damn. And in Brazil, um, that started out because they were raising the price of, like, public transportation. So some pe- protesters started coming out. But then the Brazilian government started using billions. They're using billions of public money of dollars of dollars to for of public money to get ready for the Olympics and the World Cup um which are both going to be in Brazil. I think I'm awful at like remembering Rio de Janeiro. Olympics. That's Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Rio de Yeah, that's Rio. Rio. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about Brazil now. Yeah. Um so yeah, they're in Rio and they're spending billions of dollars to get it ready like when 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 the Olympics comes into town they don't just like say, okay, here's a park you can use. They they construct an entire new like, you know, entire new Olympic like area. That's what they did in China. They built an entire stadium just for the Olympics. Did you put that? I, I saw some some on Facebook about the uh, the uh, all the old Olympic stadiums and mm-hmm. all the old Olympic. Was that you or was that? No, some, I don't I think that was me. Did you look at that? I don't think I saw that. Is it just like what crazy. they are now? All the way down to like the twenties. Like some mm-hmm. some of the places in the twenties even still have like it's just like all run down and it's all mm-hmm. desolate now. But you still it's yeah. creepy, man. It's it's crazy. Like spending millions and billions of dollars on these massive complexes and these massive stadiums that are going to be used once for like a month or two, and then after that, there's zero use for them. Yeah. So anyway, the people in Brazil. They are they're protesting against against that because while they're spending billions for this stupid Olympics or World Cup or whatever, um, you know their hospitals are in a shitty condition. People are dying because they don't have insurance, and you know the slums are just rit- just riddled with drugs and drugs and just poverty. So I don't know. Things are getting weird, man. They're just protesting all over the world right now. Got Syria and like a series and like a civil war going on right now, and that's kind of a big deal because it's sort of pitting um, the United States against Russia. Because on one side we're trying to we're trying to kind of help the rebels who are trying to overthrow um, Assad and the government. Mm-hmm. On the other side, Russia is backing Assad and the government. So things are just weird right now. Yeah, man, you get a lot of people in uh, in America too that are just kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, revolting based on the whole government, you know, listening to your, your phone calls and the yeah. whole Snowden thing that kind of mm-hmm. kind of broke everything open. Yeah, that's getting weird with Snowden and the revelation that the NSA basically already is listening to everything yeah. we do and watching everything we do. There's no reason that he should be locked up. There's no reason why they should be able to just make up rules as they go along. It's crazy, man. The fact that, uh, I don't know, it's like these... 
the fact that a whistleblower can come out and say, like, look at this corruption that's going on, or look at this awful thing that's going on, and then be faced with, you know, faced with lifetime imprisonment or something is, in, is insane. No shit. I can't even imagine, like, what would happen to that dude if he was here, if he was in the country. Like, I mean, what he did was smart to go to Hong Kong, went to China. I'd be right the hell out of here. It's a strange world we live in, Ty. It is, buddy. It is a strange world, man. You know who is uh, who's becoming a star in this strange world? Who's that? It's our uh, past guest, Brennan. <laughs> Brennan's That's making right. things happen, dude. Brennan had a had a lucky break with he, the silver screen. He did. <laughs> he made it to prime time. He did. Brennan was uh, one of his drawings was shown has been shown on cnn for like the past three or four days now what is the story behind this because i didn't really yeah get the whole story well i guess well brennan had he's on reddit and reddit we've talked about reddit a few times it's just a massive like user submission website hundreds of thousands of people all over the country all over the world and it's a massive website um and you basically just submit something and if people like it they upvote it if they don't they downvote it but one night at work, I was just kind of flicking through my phone on Reddit, and the top the top thing was so my it, it just said so my sketch made it on CNN today, and I looked down at the username on it, and it and it was Brennan's name. And so his, you, you just stumbled onto it. I just stumbled onto it, which I mean, it, since he was the top post at the time, it's not that hard to do. Yeah. Like if you just go to reddit.com, it'll be whatever the top post is going to be right there. But I just looked down at the name and it was him, which his name on Reddit is like a wild sketch appears or something or a wild sketch appeared. And what he does is somebody will submit a, a photo of whatever funny or whatever it is, sad, any any kind of picture that gets a huge, huge amount of publicity on Reddit. Mm -hmm. And he'll just go in there, sketch it really quick on a piece of paper with like a pencil and then post that and people like love him. He's got a huge like following on Reddit. Well, he did it in this one. There's a story about a guinea pig. This guy made guinea pig ar armor for his guinea pig. Um, it's just literally like medieval armor, but for a guinea pig fitted right. to it. And he's selling it on eBay. And like right now, I don't think it's even sold yet. It's like up into like four or 5000 right now. The actual armor? Yeah, the armor. So he, he submitted a post about that. So Brennan submitted his picture, and the picture was a, basically a guinea pig like, in armor, holding a sword, just looking kind of badass. Ready for battle. Yeah. And so Brennan submitted that picture onto Reddit. Obviously, everyone loves it. And I guess the guy who's who's the the guinea pig that belongs to, who's doing the armor, um, he got interviewed by CNN, and he passed that picture on to CNN. Oh, shit. And CNN posted Brennan's sketch, like, in the story. Like, so they're talking about this guinea pig thing. And then for, like, a few seconds, they flash Brennan's picture just of a guinea pig, you know, a badass guinea pig in armor with a sword. And so there's, like, yeah, he posted the screenshot of it. And then a couple nights ago, I was just watching, I just happened to be watching CNN, and they started the story. So I whipped my, uh, of course, I whipped my phone out, and, and they did it. They posted his picture again. So Brennan was Man. making the rounds on CNN. He didn't get any uh, recognition for it, though, did he? He got, I mean, they, they, um... They referenced his username on Reddit. So, like, on the on the picture on CNN is his username, like, user wild sketch appeared or whatever. He's I don't think he gets any, like, money or no, anything no. for it. 
basically like anything you post on Reddit or anything like that is, I think it's, it's like free. public use yeah. type thing. That's pretty hot, but, uh, man. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Man. Felt like I had a touch with the celebrity. Yeah. Just this tiny, stupid little Just sketch in the middle of the story. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, dude. You know, I uh, I gotta tell you, I heard I uh, I brought that up to Jake. You know, oh yeah. People people know Jake a little bit, but I love I love whenever somebody considers himself an artist and mm-hmm. they can't admit when anybody else is good <laughs> oh, at it. You know, no. did Jake do that? Jake kind of did that a little oh, bit. No, what did he do? I love it. Well, I'm talking to uh, another coworker. Well, Carrie, we had Carrie on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Jake was there also, and I was like, "Hey, did you hear Brennan's? Uh, Brennan's picture was on CNN, whatever." And mm-hmm. I'm describing it as if I'm a grandma. <laughs> Brennan's picture was on CNN this evening, and wow. now and uh, Carrie's like, "No way, really!" And I started telling the story, and then mm-hmm. I was, and then uh, I was like, "Yeah, I remember he painted me the night gallery painting that I have." And Carrie's like, "Oh yeah, dude, he's pretty fucking good. That's a pretty mm-hmm. badass painting." And then Jake's like. He's all right. He's <laughs> he all right. one of those. He's all right. And then I was like, and then I looked at Karen. I was like, oh, Jake fancies himself an artist. And he's like, oh, fancy myself an artist. I am an artist. I just am. Straight he, I am an artist. So I was like, I guess, you know, they may say you're a dreamer, but mm-hmm. you're not the only one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Heck. That's hilarious. I didn't even, I've never seen him. Does he draw? He, Is that something he does? He, well, he keeps some canvases out. And it's, <laughs> he sure does, doesn't he? He <laughs> yeah. really does. He keeps canvases out, and he's just just whenever inspiration hits him, he's got it. He's ready. He claims that he's an artist, and I don't know. I mean, who am I to say somebody's not yeah. something if that's what he wants to be? But that's funny. Just say congrats, Grant. You gotta do that's that. That's awesome. You gotta do that. You can't fucking be on the defensive your whole yeah. life. Yeah. You know, yeah. just give credit where it's due, homie. Say it's a good painting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's if we if we're talking about how good a painting is, it's a good painting. Just say it's it. A good painting. What is it gonna hurt you? Is it gonna make you any less of an artist? No. Man, if anything, if you want to be more of an artist, you should be able to appreciate art. Yeah, really. Of all types. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, maybe maybe Jake will get on CNN someday. Maybe, and then I'm gonna feel like a jackass. Yeah. Yeah. I'll feel like well, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's good. Okay, I guess. But yeah, so there we go, Todd. Lots it. going on, man. There's a lot going on. Yeah, we should mention that we have a band in the studio tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a smooth jazz band. Yeah, just kind of keeping the mood going on right now. Yeah. you They probably heard them already, but we, we didn't give them a, a fair introduction. No. We recently had the stage installed just for this type of moment. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Rodrigo just built it. We had him piece it together. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, it's in his contract. Uh, little little in, odds and ends. It is. Just know. any, man. I mean, it says any manual labor that we deem you to, you to complete. Yeah. Just basically. anything we find necessary. Mm-hmm. And we found this very necessary. We're going to have a band in. They could set up in the corner. Sure, we'd like to have a stage for them, yeah, though. Yeah, a little stage, a little something. Like what? Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. we are... We're entertaining um, guests here. Not only are we entertaining a broad audience, mm-hmm. but we are also entertaining the guests that we have in. Guests in the studio. They yes. keep playing throughout the breaks. Oh, exactly. Yeah. We make them comfortable. Yeah. 
So I'm not making eye contact with any mm-hmm. one of them right now because they play during the break. Yeah. Don't. We're not going to have banter with them. No. Not at all. Not part of the show. I kind of always wanted to be one of those. I've actually never been into a place where one of those bands are playing, but like in a movie, a really nice swanky like dinner, you yeah. know, with all the big wigs, the mayors there. Yeah. And in the corner, it's just this band just playing really kind of easygoing, really unoffensive music. I want to be those guys, I think. Yeah. And nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. Nobody's listening. There was a uh, there's a video from I think it was a wedding, and it was during like a like a time when everyone was eating and it wasn't like a you know a dance time, it was just like a playing that exactly playing that inoffensive you know jazzy kind of quiet music mood music, and the band played um, it was Metallica I forgot what song it was but they jazzed it up but it was super low key and chill so if you weren't really listening you wouldn't have noticed but it's it was like, like it wasn't like Inner Sandman I think it was Inner Sandman man. But it was really good, and they were just like, fuck it, we're going to throw this down. And they made it jazzy, and not a single person in the entire crowd like looked up or said anything. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's what I want to be. That would be sweet to just fuck with people. Like, mm-hmm. do it. No, it would be. And the one dude in there is like, oh my god, I know this song. And that one guy is going to think they're the coolest you know, bastards sure. ever. So. It is true, man. If, if you can just... Even play something on the jukebox that nobody knows but you and one other person know. Yeah. You're like the coolest people in there. It really... I think I live for those moments. I feel like a lot of... I feel like our goal should be to, to like, please everybody in the entire bar. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm actually happier when I, like, that one dude is just like, Fuck yeah! yeah. Devo! And yeah. I'm just like, alright, buddy. You're yeah. my dude. It happened, uh... I, I still remember it happened a couple weeks back. Yeah. Um... It was maybe more than a couple weeks back at this point, but me and Jake went over to Hot Shots. Yeah. And, you know, it was a boring night. I think it might have been a weeknight or something. Mm-hmm. There wasn't too much going on. We were toying around the jukebox, and this one guy kept playing gay songs. But right as we were leaving, I saw this dude fucking around the jukebox, and he played um, he played Army by Ben Folds 5. And I was singing it. Indeed. As soon as it started up, that's one of those songs, as soon as it starts up, I, it I just, like, catches my attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm singing it. He's singing the same way. We're both like pointing at each other. I'm you on my did, way. You yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. That was the moment. You got a connection, dude. Yep. Didn't it get, is. Didn't get his number either. You didn't get his number? <laughs> That's right. It's a misconnection. You can place it on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. I was singing Ben Folds. You were singing Ben Folds. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember, write me back. <laughs> if you don't, don't worry about it at all because it didn't mean anything to you. Oh. Do you think it ever, ever worked in the history of misconnections? I have to look that up. I I do read the misconnections sometimes though. Do you, I always forget to read them until somebody else like is reading them to me or something. Yeah, I read them. You know, like I was at a gas station and you were on a Harley Davidson and I was wearing this shirt mm-hmm. and you know and we kind of had a thing where you offered to to give me a dollar and I didn't. I told you it's okay. I got it. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. But I really want to talk to you again. Oh. Do you read those in hopes that it one day it's going to be like you had shaggy hair and a, bit of fa- and a little bit of facial hair <laughs> and you were wearing a dinosaur junior shirt? I've never thought of it that way. No? In fact, if if I ever read that, I'd probably think that guy seems pretty cool. And <laughs> <laughs> then go to the next one. I hope they find each other. <laughs> uh, all the best, guys. Yeah. All right, I'm logging off now. That's hilarious. I wouldn't That's even. True. I wouldn't even think twice yeah. about it, dude. He sounds like my kind of guy. <laughs> Good luck, he, bro. Hope he finds love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but 
Craigslist. A lot of bad shit happens on Craigslist, too. Craigslist is a weird place. I've never... Have you bought anything off of Craigslist before? Mm-mm. Have not. Yeah. Seems a little... I don't know. Never, I, I, don't, I guess I've never heard any like horror stories of Craig, except except there's been Craigslist the Craigslist killer. killer. <laughs> That's a common name for a broad genre of that people. One dude, yeah, <laughs> a broad genre of people who have killed and rape using yeah. Craigslist. Other than that, nothing, yeah. The Craigslist killer isn't just one guy. <laughs> it's really know? not. It's whoever's doing it at that time. It really is. Huh. So I take it back, Craigslist is a scary place. It is, dude, it could be. But there are a lot of people out there that are asking for some pretty crazy shit. Do you ever read like the the uh, women seeking men or the men seeking yeah. women or any of that shit? Yeah, some crazy stuff. I think I read one that was like looking for a baby. It was like a, it was like a woman who was looking for a a man. I guess there's people who are into like being babies and they like wearing diapers. Yeah, and getting like fed a bottle and stuff. And a woman was like basically seeking to be a mom in that respect. There's a lot of crazy shit, too. Just, like, random fucking people, like, posting pictures of the dick and looking for BJs and just, like, weird. Yeah. I mean, hey, it must work out. They're doing it. I saw this one really funny one on uh, on Tosh.0, but I can't seem to find it. It was ridiculous. It was it was pretty. It was a pretty funny Craigslist ad, man. And it's it pretty much just defines what Craigslist is. But no, I don't think we're gonna find it, man. I don't remember. All right. Well, it's about that time. Maybe we can look for it on the break. We can do that, and we'll see what we find. Just do a little Craigslist uh, browsing. Yeah. What a weird shit. People at home, too. Check out Craigslist. Maybe somebody's looking for you. You never know, man. Maybe it's the Craigslist killer. It might be him so, or her. Be prepared for that. All right, we'll take a short break, and we'll be back with segment three. But first, we'll send it over to Johnny Ringo and the Tombstone 5 to play us into the break. You're tuned in to Late Night CSP. Segment three, man. Segment three. Well, this just happened. I'm so happy that we have Rodrigo here. He was able to actually find this uh, this post that we were looking for on Craigslist. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, I gotta admit. It's more amazing than I, I think I could have imagined. Yeah, it's pretty good. So basically, this was it. 
and uh, it's called <laughs> it's called J O on Rails, forty eight Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. One age twenty five to seventy guy to come over and J O in my model train room, which to me means jack off. I'm sure that's what these guys looking be for. It. Yeah. That might be it. Mutual touching and stuff, but nothing more than that. I'm not gay. Wow. He's not gay. Mutual touching, but he's not gay. Nah, fuck no. It's all HO scale. Then after you finish, you can stomp around and kick the trains and buildings like a monster. Wow. That's a fantasy. But don't break them. They're my sons. (laughs) We can do this until 4 a.m. or until we get tired. Also, I have lots of imitation crab meat in the freezer that I need to get rid of so you can have a bunch when you leave. It's all perfectly good. We just got too much. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't thinking about it until he brought in the crab meat. Yeah. Exactly. You know what, dude? I could use some. Could use some imitation crab meat. Not not real crab meat. Where did he get imitation crab meat from? And why did he get so much (laughs) of it? He got too much of it. Probably, you know what? Anytime you buy crab imitation crab meat, mm-hmm. you realize you bought too much. That's true. Anytime. That's true. Anytime. It's incredible. It's true, man. Wow, what a fantasy. He wants you to J.O. in his train room and then <laughs> stomp around and kick him. <laughs> like but a don't, monster. Don't break him. Don't break him. There are sons. How are you supposed to stomp around and have a good time? I don't understand it. you got to walk a fine line. <sighs> How are you supposed to J.O. in somebody's model train room when you know they're not even gay? Mutual touching. Yeah. But nobody's gay. And then look at his range of ages, 25 to 70. That's an incredible range. When you're trying to find a man that'll come in and do all of these things, mm-hmm. like some guys may J.O. in a train room. Yeah. Some guys might stomp around on trains. Yeah, yeah. And some guys might take imitation crab meat. But if you want to find one guy that does all three of those, you can't be picky. That's true. 25 to 70. Gotta throw that range out there. What happens if a 19-year-old comes in there and wants to do it? No, sir. A little too young. <laughs> Did you not read my ad? <laughs> what if he's 71? No, sir. Yeah. It's not gonna work out. Yeah. Hmm. We should we should find that dude. Get him on the podcast. You think? Ask him about his ventures. <laughs> if he's ever got found, any takers. If you ever found somebody, I'd mm-hmm. be interested to know that. I'd be interested, totally. That's what I like about this podcast. Yeah. You know, that's, those are the kind of people I want to have on. We should. We should just start reaching out to some random Craigslist people. That would be a good segment. That'd be good. That would be a great segment. Let's, yeah, just look up some crazy-ass Craigslist people and be like, hey, you want to be on the show? We're just going to talk to you about your crazy ass. Just to see, like, how is, has that worked out for you? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Maybe even just, like, a ten-minute segment. I could see that. would be fucking that. awesome. Might have to look into that. Man, we're going to do that. Hmm. What could uh, the, the title be? Because hmm. i got to think of like a good title. And then the theme music, and then the actual content. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't... I, I want to say Craigslist Creepers, but that might be a little offensive. <laughs> that might have been... Would you like to be in our segment called <laughs> Craigslist Creepers? <laughs> uh... How about our Craigslist Golden Eagles? Oh. <laughs> Just something really extravagant like that. Mm. Yeah, dude, that's that's pretty good. Alright. I have to look into that. Third segment on a late night CSP. It is. Got a few beers. It's well past midnight. Me. Well past midnight. We're there. Midnight is in the past at this point. Mm-hmm. It's the next day, officially. It is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
It's today. Yeah, damn straight. Hey, I want to pull up this song, and I want to see if you have any any just recollection of it at all. Yeah. It's a song from the uh, early 2000s. Okay. When I was going through a strange phase in my life, um, when I was a teenager, and okay. fucking middle school, and everything was kind of strange. All right. So, let's pull it up right now. Hello, it's Shaniqua there. Nah, Shaniqua moved out last year. I think you have the wrong number. This is Little T. You mean Shaniqua's brother? So you remember that song? I barely, yeah, I didn't remember it at first, but I remembered the chorus, the Shaniqua. Yeah. Don't live near here no more? Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that song. I think a lot of people did. Dang. It just popped in my head today, and I was like, I remember when that was a thing for like mm-hmm. a second. How long? Yeah, I don't... Was that popular for a minute? I was playing on the radio and shit? I saw it on MTV. I thought it was a thing for a little while, but... Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, I remember it, so I guess you're right. That was kind of when Eminem was, like, at its peak. And yeah. I kind of wanted to do Eminem a little this bit. This guy's trying to ride the Eminem's coattails. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah. Kind of that novelty thing. Yeah. All right. But, I don't know, I just that popped in my head, and I kind of wanted to see if, mm-hmm. if you remembered it or anything. Yeah, I remember that. Early 2000s were weird, man. Oh, do you think that it was because we were going through that phase, like where we were kind of, mm-hmm. you know, middle schoolers or whatever, or do you think that it's it really was just weird in general? I think it just was weird, man. If you, I mean, if you think about it, look how look what technology was doing at the time. Technology was just exploding, going into territories we just had no clue. Yeah, as far as yeah, as far as technology and communication and even music, just. You had the internet and people like this dude who probably, you know, probably wouldn't have had any recognition at all 10 years earlier. You had so a, the whole country is just changing. You had a lot of Freddie Prince Jr. movies. A lot of Freddie Prince Jr. movies. A whole lot of movies called something like She's All That or something yeah, like that. She's All That. There's a load of those all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah. It was awkward. All these boy bands and shit going on. And everything was like the same style. Like yeah. all the letters and the fucking pictures yeah. like we're all like like you can tell like that's mm-hmm. that's really like a 90s or early 2000s you can, right i don't do you think i imagine that that's done with sort of in a way what's that you mean just like the, that whole like one style like you can see something and it's like oh that's from the 80s or that's from the 90s i don't know i mean maybe they thought the same thing though but i feel like that's done with we reached a kind of like a a point like a just a threshold where we stepped over it and now it's now it's the fucking future dude yeah i can i can see that too but do do you think that people felt like that in the 70s too yeah they might have i guess huh it's hard to tell it's it's hard to tell but i do see what you're saying too with a lot of things like you know there there really are no specific time or Anything that, that people are, are leaning towards now, like being retro is, mm-hmm. is cool, you know, just yeah. like making something look as close to it did when you were a kid, like mm-hmm. in the 80s is fucking super sweet. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. There is isn't. There is really nothing that generalizes mm-hmm. our time. I don't think so. I kind of look at it like, like as before up until like 
until like the late nineties, early two thousands was kind of like you're going uphill on a roller coaster and you're cranking up there and there's like more technology and more technology is like kind of making it faster and adding this to the roller coaster to make it get to the top easier and get to the other side. And now we're on that drop on the other side of it and we're just speeding forward towards something different, towards something crazy. Yeah. With like, I mean, look at technology. We're developing Google glasses and stuff. We're doing crazy shit that like nobody ever, ever thought we would do. If you would have told somebody 30 years ago, they'd have been like, that's stupid. Shut your mouth. It's ridiculous. Yeah. For being an idiot. Well, now if somebody tells me something. (laughs) (laughs) We just ordered Domino's. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Now if somebody says like, if they want to do something, I just imagine anything's possible. Anything's possible, man. Like anything is. And for the most part, there's some type of app that you can download mm-hmm. to make that that thing you're trying to do a possibility. Mm-hmm. It really is. And if you want to watch or listen to something, if you give me 10 to 15 minutes, I think I could find any type of movie, TV show, music, anything. Anything at all. And find it in like a quality clip. Yeah. And we could watch it. Yeah, absolutely. It's getting, yeah, we're in the future, man. And it's becoming really legitimate, like, uh, I think we've talked about this guy, Ray Kurzweil. He's like uh, the singularity guy mm-hmm. and um, saying like, we're going to, we're going to become one with machines and we're going to, uh, you know, achieve immortality. Well, he works for Google. Google hired that guy. Did they? Google hired this guy and he now works for Google. Probably I mean, after, I think, after they watched Transcendent Man. It, yeah, exactly. It probably was. So now we have this dude who believes all these things working for one of the most powerful techno- technology companies in the world. And he's still saying, "Hey, we're going to be immortal in like thirty or forty years." I think it's, I think it's going to happen, man. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes I mean, total sense. Just blood cells that are computers that can mm-hmm. ail you of you know you you won't get sick. You yeah, know, you can just be cured of any type of disease and mm-hmm. fight off. You know, exactly. And all they have to do is find that code. I mean, there's already scientists who are coming out now and saying. That at the base of DNA and the base of human DNA, they're seeing basically computer code. Of ones and zeros. Yeah, they're seeing code. They're seeing exactly. They're seeing basically the same, the same makeup of computer code, and they're like, these are legitimate scientists who are coming out and saying that. So now, all they do have to do is figure out that code. Now, doesn't that more than anything just make you feel like we were put here for a reason? It does. Man. Because, I mean, whenever they're cutting down to the core and then they're getting down to the blueprints of what mm-hmm. we really are, and it turns out that that's the thing that, that we use in our everyday life, and that's what we're made of. Yeah. It's just kind of creepy. It's creepy, dude. That would be like like a computer becoming sentient and ripping mm-hmm. itself open and realizing that it's running off of a motherboard Absolutely. that somebody built. Dude, I think we're getting there. I mean, I don't know if I really think that, but it just becomes more and more, it seems more and more likely every day. Like, I think we've talked about this here, but, like, all we're doing right now is with video games and special effects and CGI mm-hmm. and artificial intelligence and games and stuff. We're just trying to make it as realistic and as human-like as possible. It's got to be, with the way technology's going, at, like, a completely, um, just, like, a constant, constant pace that's just accelerating and accelerating. Like, there's got to be a point where we make AI that just is, like, in the game and has no idea that it's actually AI. Are so real that it doesn't even matter anymore. So who's to say we're not that, you know, 
we're yeah. not that exactly. And that's that's got to be yeah, and that's got to be the next step because I mm-hmm. can't see things getting really very much further without coming to that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about just <clears throat> if there just some type of higher power if we were if we were all created by some higher power mm-hmm. and then they were just trying to describe what their experiment was like it's gonna be this this whole like this whole world where people are just living and it's gonna be pretty cool like you know some people are gonna everybody's gonna have their own opinions and mm-hmm. everybody's gonna have their own paths and they're gonna discover different things that we've laid out here and they're gonna find yeah. it some people are gonna like them some people are gonna hate them and some people are gonna fight and some people are gonna love each other you know yeah but it's it's gonna be really cool to just sit back and watch this whole ecosystem, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I feel like if, if if it was created at a certain point by by a certain something, that's that would kind of be kind of a cool way to look at it. Yeah, definitely, man. Or even if we're just like a, yeah, if we're just a simula- simulation of something. I mean, that's kind of sounds silly and annoying and st- stupid to be like, look at all these boring ass humans that are doing boring shit. That's what The Sims is. You just make a character and he goes to work and he, he's in a band and he has a relationship <laughs> and he breaks up with her because it doesn't work out because he's kind of, he keeps ignoring her. And then he can't get to the bathroom and he starts peeing on the floor yeah, because you put a wall starts... there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. But hey, we're way more advanced than The Sims. We're like The Sims, we're like The Sims 50 or something. We're like, like one that. of the expansion packs that you would buy we for are. The Sims. Definitely. That's awesome. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that is. That's <laughs> he got a band and he's got a girlfriend and he goes to work. And it is. That's what you do in The Sims. It's exactly what you do. The one thing that the guy that Sims out that I didn't have was he had like a cool jukebox. I never had a jukebox. That's true. He always had one. Dude. But there's a dude out there who has a jukebox. That's true. And there's tons of Sims who don't have jukeboxes. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh man, Sims is a good game. Yeah, that's a good game. I like that. They're on The Sims like 6 or something right now, aren't they? I've lost. I don't know. I'm I'm so out of yeah. that loop right now. Yeah, yeah. But there was a time in my life where I was big on The Sims. Yeah, for sure. It was around the time that the expansion pack came out where you could get pets. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Oh, you can have pets yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah. I like trying to make my lady Sims go to the... Go to the bathroom so I can see a little something or shower or something. <laughs> yeah. Or get or make out with the dude. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so what if that's yeah? There's some like there's some dude at a com- computer screen who's just getting a, getting his jollies off on us, making out with a girl or something too. It's just it, some kid. It could be, and maybe he's waiting for us to reach one point, and like mm-hmm. we're getting close to it. Like, yeah. you know, it started off with the invention of the wheel. Yeah. And you just want to kick back and watch him get to this point. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like the most epic fucking movie or TV show or anything. It is, man. It's, it's the most epic form of entertainment. Watching really Watching is. a civilization create itself. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're a pretty entertaining movie, probably, or simulation. It would have to be. Definitely. Even if people are just watching just you or I doing stupid shit whenever we think nobody's around. Mm-hmm. Like watching promos of Nick at Night on YouTube. Yeah, really. Or imagine just like how the experience of an alien like in our... Sh- like just looking out through our eyes that like really psychedelic experience of just like I've never seen the world like this. I've never tasted like this. I've never watched anything like this. 
even if it was something boring and stupid, it would probably seem incredibly just the, the psychedelic like feeling of it would be so intense probably that it'd be like, whoa, this is awesome. I could do this all day. Sure. Just experiencing something through another being's eyes and through a different, completely different perspective and cultural perspective. It's like watching Honey Boo Boo. It is. Exactly. It's like watching <laughs> Honey Boo Boo. It's like, what the fuck? Is this real? Yeah. Sugar Bear. Oh my God. <laughs> Honey Boo Boo. I was listening back to the last episode a little bit. And mm-hmm. The part really cracked me up where you were like, Fucking, there's this part on iCarly, and at first you were, <laughs> <laughs> were kind of like, there's a show called iCarly, you know, like, like you're being, and then you're like, you know what, fuck it, I kind of like iCarly, <laughs> I kind of like that show. I said, you know what, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> at first you were trying to hide it, like, I've heard, Otherwise. I've heard from other you know, people in my life that there's a show called iCarly. I read on the internet about some show. Yeah. I don't know. That just made mm-hmm. me think about that. That's funny. <laughs> you know what, man, there's some good kids programming out there there is and you know what i don't i I don't open myself up to like anytime like a disney movie comes out or something i don't think i'm i'm like past the point where i could enjoy it but it just is over my radar it is right yeah i'm at that point too i think uh i think i'm definitely at that point where i'm not kind of checking in to see what's going on on nickelodeon anymore yeah and even like some pixar flicks or Mm -hmm. something it's yeah I just feel like that's something, okay, that's something, and it's probably going to be huge, it's mm-hmm. going to be big, it's not for me. Yeah, which is silly, because, I don't know, a good story is a good story, regardless of the age, or what medium it's, you know, drawn in, or right. filmed, or whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I know. But I feel that, definitely. I kind of, come, going off of that, um... Like, I've never really wanted kids. I've never understood why people want kids or have kids. But the last, I think last week, I sort of kind of stumbled onto the one reason that I've ever thought of, like, okay, that's, I kind of want kids. Which is, without kids, this world would be a boring, dull, just monotonous business, all business, pure business place. Like, without, if we didn't have kids to have cool shit like Disneyland... Or Disney Channel, even though it's just filled, just like completely corrupt with commercialism and stuff. But if we didn't have that for like cartoons or action figures or, I mean, superheroes and shit like that, like this would be just a dark, dreary place with just no magic at all. It's true, man. So maybe having kids is like adding to that magic a little bit and being like, you know, for for 15 years or 12 years or whatever, my kid is going to be like, he's going to believe in magic and he's going to love superheroes, and he's, he's going to love cartoons, and he's going to believe that miracles can happen, you know? Yeah. So and that's gonna, the only reason I've ever thought of. And you're going to have to take him everywhere, and you're never going to be able to get away from him, and he's going to have to yeah. like, pee the bed. That's and... true. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't, know <laughs> I don't mean to talk you out of Yeah, no, no. I know, that's all shitty, but, but I'm looking at it in, as like a... Uh, for the better of mankind type of way. It's true. It's just like, I don't really want kids, but imagine what the world would be like without that that little element of just innocence. Innocence, too, man. And kids are, like, innocent, and they're pure, and they're they're truthful, unless they're just little assholes, what they might be. But, I mean, a little kid who's innocent will just tell you the truth like it is, and, and you know, he doesn't have that experience to be like, I should, you know, sugarcoat this or something. He sees, like, a fat person who's going to be like, you're fat. Yeah. 
Right. You know, which just sounds bad, but I mean, it's like, that's pure truth right there. Everything is pure. Even, you know, whenever I was a kid, I didn't, you know, I, I knew what a commercial was, but I didn't understand that it was something that was created to generate mm-hmm. mass, you know, production and money and all yeah. this. I just thought it was just this magic little thing that like, oh, this is for Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. It's a commercial exactly. for Lucky Charms. Entertainment. Why it's a cartoon it guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy out there. You know, what I actually went back and watched the other day, though, uh, was uh, Daffy Duck's Quackbusters. What's that? You, you've never seen that? I don't think I have seen that. It was in the uh, 80s, and it was uh, it was the last Looney Tunes full-length movie, like they would do full-length movies, yeah. that featured Mel Blanc as all the voices okay. before he died. It was 88. And um, basically what it was is uh, Daffy Duck inherited a lot of money from from this guy that he became friends with, you know, there was this, uh, there was this, like, crazy billionaire that Mm -hmm. just wanted one last laugh before he died, so Daffy Duck came in and made him laugh, and he inherited a lot of money, and the, the ghost of the guy would, would come back to haunt Daffy and say that if he didn't use it for good in the world, he was gonna take all the money away, so Daffy Duck started a, a quack busters where he would go and rid the world of ghosts. Because he hated this fucking uh, ghost. That's pretty funny. Actually. It was, dude. Looking back on like the sense of humor on those dudes, that's brilliant. That were creating that's these Looney awesome. Tunes movies, man. Mm-hmm. Just classic fucking jokes. That's that's wow. like the end of an era, the Looney Tune era. It really was. I don't think I. I don't know if anybody would actually come up with that scenario. No. But even just all the little jokes that are in it, mm-hmm. you know, the cla- just classic jokes, it's just, you don't see shit like that anymore. No, it's not done anymore, man. And it would just kill me, just all the little, like, you know, Daffy got hit with a pie, and then the guy started cracking up, and he didn't get that he, like, he made the, the fucking old sad billionaire laugh for mm-hmm. a second. Daffy gets upset, and he's like, we oh, see anything green? Any slime on me? <laughs> <laughs> and it just fucking kills me, dude. Uh, it's old timey jokes. It is true. They were, if, yeah. I mean, I guess they still do it, but I feel like there was more of a, I don't know, an obligation to entertain adults too at the same time, possibly at the back then, especially with like Looney Tunes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, you and the old maid, eh? <laughs> Gonna knock the old guy off, eh? Canterbury uh, wine, tropical night. Yeah. Man. And Looney Tunes, man, that was some violent stuff. It was. It was a. Uh, it, it was okay. It was yeah. It was a. Uh, it was a. Just a simpler time. Yeah. That's what I mean. Slapstick in general was just more violent and more like, just laughing at the, laughing at the misfortune of others, but it was still like pure and innocent. It wasn't. I don't know. It's kind of. It's kind of gone away now. Yeah. The Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. That was, there were two things. It was slapping around your friends, mm-hmm. but overdubbing really crazy sound effects. Yeah, it. it was. Like hitting somebody in the head and it's just a hollow, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Yeah. That, that's what made the Three Stooges. It was. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, another late night CSP in the books. Huh? Yeah, man. This is, this is what we do around here. This is what we do. I'd say it was a success. Mm-hmm. As always, pretty visual. Got our uh, in studio band here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll play us out when we're ready for them. Right. We'll yeah. give them a cue. 
Just give him a nonverbal cue. People don't know um, because we're not on camera. Mm-hmm. But usually, whenever we end the show, the band will play, mm-hmm. and me and you will sit here and kind of converse silently we for will. a little bit, like we'll, while, and yeah, while it pans out. We'll we'll com- we'll compare notes too. We'll we'll just like kind of glance at each other's papers, <laughs> see what's going on over here. Yeah, yeah. And the camera slowly pans out. Mm-hmm. That's what, basically in a nutshell, just to yeah. paint a picture, that's what happens. I always wonder what, like, n- night show, like, talk show hosts are saying to their guests. And they always say something, it's always like, it seems like they're interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they're just not saying anything. I would just be like, this is the part where I'm, t- where, I, where they're watching us pan out slowly and yeah. I'm saying something to you and, and you're should, looking like you're interested. And we should say something interesting, I guess, and we gotta make hand gestures mm-hmm. while we talk to make it look like we're really into what we're saying. I bet, I would just do that every time, yeah. it'd be perfect. And I'll point at this note right here, mm-hmm. and then, yep, that, that's it, <laughs> uh-huh. And then this is the part where you laugh a little bit, and yeah. then I, and then I kind of laugh too, like we shared a joke, and then I shake your hand. <laughs> I don't know why, but do you remember that Louie episode where... It was the the newscaster, the lady newscaster, and mm-hmm. she just started saying heinous things. Like she would be delivering the news, right, and then she would yeah. just go into saying heinous things, mm-hmm. and Louie would catch it. And mm-hmm. She would say something like, "And then in the next hour, <laughs> um, this person's gonna come in and and uh, fart forty two times on my chest, <laughs> and then rub and then rub shit all over my big natural boobs." <laughs> that's right. Oh man, that's good stuff. All right, late night CSP. Wrap it up. Let's wrap this thing up, and then we'll uh, send it out to the masses, Tyler. Bring it home and set it free. I think we covered everything. Wrap it all up, pretty much. Something. There's always something. I always think of something when I'm at home in bed. But Mm. um, Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, that's really it. You can find her boobies online. It's so it's so simple. It's really easy to do. Yeah. So that's really what we want to leave you guys with. Mm-hmm. Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. So Should we ask the band, I guess, to start now? Yeah, we might as well. All right. Go ahead, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure once again. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep in touch with the fans here. Yeah, definitely. So, I'm Rocky. And I'm Ty. And this has been another successful late night CSP. Let's start conversing now. All Just listen to Complete Sentences with Ty and Rocky K. Please feel free to email us at completesentencespod at gmail.com.